One of the best known passages from the New Testament is Matthew chapter 6. And uh, in that passage, there is what is referred to most commonly as the Lord's Prayer. And we're going to share how those words are a wonderful model for praying for your spouse. I'm John Fuller, joined by my focus colleagues, Aaron and Greg Smalley. And Aaron, um, I think you've seen how prayer makes a difference for couples that you work with. Mm-hmm. It's always so sweet when couples will come in and, you know, I'll notice something different and they'll say, you know what, we have started praying together. And I'll be like, oh, tell me about that. You know, what what have you been doing? And one couple comes to mind. It's actually an older remarried couple. And they begin praying together after we'd been working together probably six months. They started praying together every single morning together. Hmm. And what was so cool is that they would talk about, well, when you prayed this morning and you said this is, you know, what were you in, what were you meaning? What were you saying? What was going on for you? And I loved that it became a very intimate place for them. And we actually saw things shift within the relationship. So it's such a valuable thing. I know we hear about it, couples who pray together, stay together, that, but really it does have a deep impact on a marriage relationship when you pray together. Yeah. And prayer for and with your spouse can be such a game changer, as Aaron is saying. Let's go ahead and hear now from a couple that have a real heart for this. Um, Ryan and Selena Frederick spoke with Jim Daly about their ministry and helping marriages through prayer. Let me ask how couples uh, can use the Lord's Prayer. You mentioned Mm -hmm. that in the books. How does the Lord's Prayer enter into your marriage in prayer? Well, it's a loose outline, right? Um, I mean, you could, of course, just pray the Lord's Prayer verbatim, top to bottom. I think that's obviously that's how Jesus said to pray. That's great. Um, but I find it helpful as a prompt and an outline. So it starts out, our Father in heaven. Well, there's two really grounding things in that statement alone, that he is not just a cult. He's not just a king. He's not just God. He is our Father. He relates to us from in a familial way. Yeah. in a very affectionate, loving way. Mm-hmm. He's our Father, uh, and He's in heaven, all right? He's above. He reigns above. Like, that is very calibrating. So start with our Father in heaven. Okay, God, you are my loving Father. You know what I'm going through. You know this situation better than I do. You know, your kingdom come in this situation. Your will be done. You kind of see how that, going through that with your spouse in mind is very clarifying. And, of course, there are more kind of rigid outlines that do correlate with the Lord's Prayer, like Acts, it's adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Um, That's helpful as well. But that's just one idea. Yeah, and that's the good application. Um, You also recommend praying for your spouse from head to toe, which is great. (laughs) I mean, that covers all of it, right? He knows every hair on our head. (laughs) So how about that, praying for your spouse head to toe? Yeah, that's a great place to start if you don't know where to start. Uh, For Ryan, you know, for a husband, I might Mm. pray for his mind. God, just be in his thoughts, lead him as Mm. he thinks and works and does all the things he does. God, be with his eyes, mind, eyes, like whatever he sees may temptation flee. May he not mm-hmm. be distracted. Wow, may good. there be, you know, purity in what he sees. And then, you know, his heart, God, do what you're going to do in his heart. Cause again, that is your domain. Yeah. Uh, his hands, as he puts his hands to work, I pray that, uh, he would find purpose in it. That is deeper than maybe just what he's doing. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. And you talk about for the wife or praying yeah. for the wife, praying yeah. for the so, wife, uh, you know, you had mentioned this in our conversations that, you know, you can get in your own head a lot. So um, I do pray for you, again, head to toe, starting in the, the mind. That integrated brain. It is. Yeah. 
that that your that your her thoughts would be centered on you and that you would be you know that her mind would be gracious toward herself even that she wouldn't be overly mm. critical of herself even your your the words that my wife says as she's mothering our children that you would give her words that are life giving um, that she would have words that are from you that would bring life into mm. uh, the hearts of our children it begins to just prompt you yeah thinking, I hear women right now going ah oh, that sounds so good <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wish my husband would pray that way well, he can hey you can. <laughs> Right, and I love holding you back. I love what I'm hearing because you're you're really reciting a lot of scripture. You're not you know verbatim, but yeah. you're taking yeah. scriptural principles and then you're speaking God's word over your spouse. Which right? if you do ever get stuck, praying through scripture is a very helpful tool yeah. as well. And that is, I think, maybe at the core of these books that we're talking about and at the core of prayer is it's it's a response. God has mm-hmm. initiated. He's the one who's initiated communication with us through his word, through mm-hmm. the, the word incarnate Christ. Mm-hmm. And so when we read scripture and we Say, God, you said these things. Now, I'm going to pray these, not holding God hostage. And you said this, but more of a, right. this is your promise. This is who you are. I'm, trust, I'm standing on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is us responding to what God has initiated. Well, I so appreciated, Greg, how Ryan and Selena practically applied the Lord's Prayer to marriage. And I wonder if you have a favorite part in that prayer, and if so, why? Yeah, I love in Forgive Us of Our Trespasses. And in other words, the mistakes that we've made, the sins that, that, that I've made, I just love how that, that, that I'm able to, to ask God to forgive me and how faithful he is to forgive me. And in, thus, in the same way, that next line, then as we forgive those who trespass against us, you know, so, you know, how many times within our marriage do we hurt each other? Do we say stupid things? Do we make mistakes intentionally or not that we need for, to be forgiven? Six. Yeah. That's just in the past yeah, 24 just, hours. Just, yeah, right. really, sorry. <laughs> yeah. You asked the question, and I was yeah. thinking, oh, yeah, lots. I'm looking at Aaron. I'm like, she, yeah, she's shaking her head. Yeah. There's plenty. <laughs> um, in, in what an important part of, of marriage is just the willingness to to give each other grace, mm-hmm. which is, again, to me, that's the essence of that part of, the, of of God forgiving us for our trespasses, our mistakes, is just that ongoing grace. Um, it's unmerited. I don't deserve it. Um, but yet he does. And in the same way, I, that's how I want to show up in my marriage. You know, Aaron is human. You know, I have to allow her to, to make mistakes and to have bad moments. And I say this frequently on our podcast, but I want to say it again, that I think grace within marriage is when our spouse is doing something instead of just going, whoa, and oh, I can't believe that's what you're doing and and just reacting to them. I mean, grace is when I'm willing to go, no, wait a minute. Okay. I don't like how Aaron is showing up in this moment, but you know what? I want to think about who she's been over the past 30 years. See, grace sees your spouse for who they've been mm. consistently over all those years versus how they're showing up in that exact moment because Aaron's going to have really bad days. She's going to have bad moments. She's, mm-hmm. she's going to have times where things are happening that have nothing to do with me, and maybe she's going to take that out on me. And so I'm not I'm not saying we just ignore in you know poor behavior. But I tell you, for me, what's good for my brain is is to remember who she's been 
that that puts me in a different place that puts me in a more humbled kind of softened tender mm-hmm. spot and then and then i get to decide is what's going on right now yeah i could give her grace and you know give her the benefit of the doubt and just kind of move on this is a bad day or maybe there is something going on that I need to confront and challenge. And, and I can do that then with an open heart, you know, with, with, uh, with in a loving way yeah. and, and all that's rooted in, in forgiveness. And so that I, I just love that about the Lord's prayer mm-hmm. and prayer opens up the heart as we've talked about. And as Ryan and Selena addressed, uh, in the conversation that they had uh, with Jim, now, Ryan and Selena's books, the companion books, are really wonderful resources just to help you kind of dial into who you are and who God has made your spouse to be and how to pray for them. Uh, they're called Prayers for My Wife and Prayers for My Husband. Uh, we have the bundle. We'll send those to you for a gift of any amount to the Ministry of Focus on the Family. And the details are in the show notes. If you haven't yet taken our marriage assessment, prayer is covered in it, as well as a number of other key elements of a good, solid Christian marriage. Uh, It's free. Over a million people have taken it, and we're going to link over to that marriage assessment, inviting you to participate in that. It's a great conversation starter with your spouse. And uh, we'll continue the conversation with Ryan and Selena next time. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.